Hello, hello, hello. I am your Mrs. Claus, hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth! In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood. To lick it right, lick it good, show you how to Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo Mouth. (laughs) Goosebumps. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes because this mascara especially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey there, and welcome back, folks. Once again, I am your hostess with the most is Munoz, and true confessions, y'all. Your girl is busted. Busted and crusted. The holidays have, have consumed her entirely. You know, the ambulance is on its way. Can't you hear it? <laughs> you know what? I, I already just need help through this episode, so I'm going to introduce the one, the only, my best gal pal, Michael Bragg. Say hi. Oh my God. Happy Merry motherfucking Christmas. It's 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 Hanukkah. It is Christmas. Kwanzaa starts next week, um, I think. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yes. Um, you know what? I, I want to say, right, because this is, Indio Mouth listeners, before we came on, Michael was saying to me how, like, he loves that this has become a little bit of a holiday tradition for us, that he comes on the pod and we talk about the holidays and our favorite things and we reminisce about the year. And, you know, um, this year has been filled uh, on a little bit of a serious note. This I feel like this year has been, I've been surrounded a lot by death. Mm, a bit agreed. and agreed. and so and so it's um i think it's really important i want to start this episode by like hold your loved ones close y'all because you don't know what's gonna happen out there and um yeah and i'm and i appreciate that you're here helping me through this hangover and helping me on this episode <laughs> um so listeners i must tell a little story about your dear hostess with the mostest. Um, I, we speak basically every day. I think you know that by now. Um, and so this morning, I'm, I call him, and he's like, girl, I'm busted. I'm busted. I had yeah. a night. I had, I had two nights. And I was like, oh, now you're in your 40s, and you're still trying to party like you're in your 30s, girl. Because I am in my 30s. You shut up. um, but it's all with holiday cheer so um listen i appreciate i appreciate you so much michael munoz um i will say that one of my favorite things about this year as crazy as it has been um has to see how much hard work how your hard work is starting to come to fruition yeah, it's been a crazy year. It's you been know? a really crazy year. And we'll talk about it. But before we get anywhere, okay. I got to do what yeah. I got to do. And in the grand tradition of In Yo Mouth, I need to wish you Happy National French Fried Shrimp Day. Ooh, why is it? 
French fried and not just fried shrimp. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't make these things up. <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out, listeners. I guess we'll find out. I mean, but why is that's that's? I mean, is Isn't something fr- is something French fried differently than regular fried? Right. And so, why the distinction when it's like we really only say French fries, French fries, right? No one says, "I yes. want to have a delicious French fried steak." No, you say yeah. fried steak. It's not like chicken fried. Right. Which is like because of the seasoning. Yes? Correct? Yeah. Right? I don't know. Like French fried, French fried potatoes, French fried onion rings. I'm like Googling this. I guess. French fried. Oh, is it because of the cut of whatever they're doing? The way it's cut? Yeah. Like, you know, because it's like French cut beans. Right? Yeah, but like you're not gonna French cut a shrimp, like you're not gonna like. Maybe there's a French way of cutting a shrimp. May- maybe. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what? Uh, there is one way. There is more than one way to skin a cat, right? There is, <laughs> there is more ways to cut a shrimp. I don't know. <laughs> also, what a what a weird what a weird day. Like right before christmas i mean i guess with the seven fishes if you if you haven't seven fishes yeah seven fishes um the seven fishes huh i don't know i mean fried shrimp hands down delicious right with like a really like mayonnaise tartar sauce you know, i don't care what nationality the fr- the shrimp is in i'll eat it <laughs> <laughs> they could be they could be german fried shrimp french fried shrimp they could be, um, you know, Namibia fried shrimp. I'll take it. I am an yes. equal opportunity shrimp eater. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're here for this, I think. I think I, I think we are. In a sexual way. You know, I mean, I can't <laughs> remember. When's the last time you had shrimp? Uh, that's a fair question. I don't actually know. I don't remember. I mean, I think I've had it at least once this year. I mean... Yeah, I've had it over the summer, but like now I'm thinking like when's the last time I had sea? Oh, I had like salmon the other day, but like shrimp. Now I want shrimp. Shrimp. Yeah. Or like with some like mayo ketchup, right? Mmm. Like some fried shrimp with some like mayo ketchup. Mm. Yes. That does sound delicious. I mean, I love a tempura, you know? Yeah. That sounds delicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, this is this is turning into a, an episode of uh, Forrest Gump. There's French fried shrimp and peeled shrimp and mold shrimp and, and shrimp cocktail, shrimp fra diablo, shrimp. <laughs> no, that, become, that also was like in uh, Best in Show when he's like pad nuts. And walnuts. <laughs> and that was the nut that would just sit him over. You'd be like, Frankie, you stop calling nuts. Name a nut. <laughs> Anyways, no matter what you celebrate out there, <laughs> right? We're, we, we celebrate you on this day, right? Along with uh, French fried shrimp. And moving right along into this day in gay history. Did you know, Michael, that in 1917 in Russia, Uh the Bolsheviks repeal the entire criminal code in favor of revolutionary justice? Among the laws nullified are those relating to sex acts between men. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Um, That is... Is that part of your history of the day? Yes. I love that. I love that. 1917. Wow. Revolutionary. Became law to become become a revolutionary. I love that. Right. In favor of revolutionary justice in Russia, you know? Now look look at it. (laughs) Mess. Right? Um, but we're not here for, to talk about that. No, we aren't here to talk about that, right? But that that's a- your day in what, what we are here to talk about. And thank you for segueing me right out of that, right? Is is to talk about the holidays and, yes. and and this lovely year. Do you know that Grubhub released their like 2022 year in review of like most ordered foods? 
Oh, I love that. Yeah, and- I didn't know that they uh, they do this every year. So I, I don't know how I've missed this, but this is their 2022 delivered, it's called. like, And uh, they go through all the orders of the year. I guess there's some sort of like machine that like pulls the analytics out. Do you know, what would you guess is the top most ordered dish of 2022? Takeout food here. Takeout food. Okay. Yeah. Takeout food because it's Grubhub. You know what? What? I bet you it's like a McDonald's cheeseburger. Cheeseburger ended up uh, number two. Ah, okay. Not a non-specific cheeseburger, but a cheeseburger. Okay, a cheeseburger. Okay. It's number two on the list. Burritos were number one. I mean, who doesn't love a big burrito? Yeah, I know. Like the fatter and girthier, the better, honey. And just full of sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Right, number three is cheese pizza. Number four is pad thai, delicious. And number five is chicken quesadillas. So let's hear it for this Latino like sandwich we're in from burritos to chicken quesadillas. <laughs> quesadillas. Um, right, right. So, so what was last year's? Do you know? Oh, I don't. I don't remember. I didn't look that up. That that was too much effort. I'm I'm already struggling through this. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm barely getting through this podcast. Oh my god! Do you know uh, top top alcohol number one ordered this year from Grubhub? I'm gonna say something brown, like uh, oh. what'd you call me? <laughs> brown, <laughs> brown, brown, brown rum. No, it was beer. Beer was number one. Huh. Two is margaritas. Three is hot sake. Four are pina coladas. And five is white wine. Really? Yeah. And no red wine? Uh, none. None. I didn't even realize you could order booze through Grubhub. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what... Um, in San Francisco, on the West Coast, they have these things called Bevmo. I don't know if they exist on the East Coast. Do you know what this is? No. Oh. It's just like a big alcohol, what you call it. I mean, the COVID was the greatest thing for them because like people bought liquor, you know, well, and delivered. Yeah, I mean, we have liquor delivery apps, but just not like cocktails, you know? Oh, really? We had gay bars that were doing that. They would like pre-mix cocktails and then you'd buy huh. it and it would be delivered. Now, this is interesting. The top dessert order, what would you think is number one ordered? Chocolate chip cookie. No, that would make sense. Tiramisu. You know what? Oh my God. I literally was going to say tiramisu. And then I was like, no, I don't, I mean, like, I don't even know that many people who are like, ooh, tiramisu, you know? Yeah, but how do you even get a tiramisu delivered? Yeah, imagine, especially in this city, in New York, that, that poor, you know, delivery guy on that bike hitting a pothole, that tiramisu probably gets to you looking like tira poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> The runway model. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my new drag name, Tira Poo Poo. <laughs> Dumb. Stupid. Uh, oh my God. Yes. And number two was baklava. Delicious. Oh, you know what? I, you know what? Every now and again, I get a hankering or I go through a phase where all I want to eat is a baklava, you know? There's a good one right by me. Now that makes sense. But a tiramisu? Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe it's because it's coffee and like creamy. Yeah. I just, it's so, it's so delicate. Right. Is my, is my issue with it, you know? Yeah. But you know what? I've had some real heavy tiramisus in my life. Oh my you know God. what I mean? When it's like, when it isn't really done really all that well. And so it can be real heavy and dense. Yeah. You know? And oat milk was preferred four to one over almond milk. This I would, have, I would have guessed that. I've seen it. You know what? I worked in a coffee shop last year and um, the uptake that I saw in oat milk as opposed to almond milk was almost like, was like one every 10 yeah, no. interesting, interesting. Well, we know I'm off the almond milk because of the bees. 
So, <laughs> you know, even my my Just, hazel my hazelnut milk is yeah. is what I prefer. Oh, hazelnuts, huh? Ha, hazelnuts. She's elevated now, honey. Yes, that that <laughs> hazelnut milk is fucking expensive too. The, the hazelnut milk, yeah. yeah. I mean, the minute you get into like you know niche nuts, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, that is what you heard, listeners. Niche nuts. Ooh, that's cute. I'm recording that. Niche nuts. Niche nuts. Niche, <laughs> niche nuts. <laughs> um, now I've lost my train of thought because I was talking about niche nuts. Niche nuts. Oh. No, um, because of my uh, hazelnut milk, the um. I was reading this article about like low impact on the bees and obviously oat milk was the best. And then hazelnut milk for some reason came in number two. Oh, interesting. What about macadamia yeah. nut? Um, I don't, I, I don't know if it was on the list. I didn't get further than the first two. Cause I was like, oh, well, gosh. if I'm not, if I'm not doing number one, I'm doing number two, you know? I mean, so. you know you're saying in life. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm full of shit. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, mom. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Merry Christmas. <laughs> How's your food? Um, no, I was just going to say, I one of the things that you turned me on to maybe within the last year is the macadamia nut or no, that or the pistachio nut. The pistachio milk. I can't, I can't buy that pistachio milk. You want to talk expensive. I mean, it's now, like, 15 bucks depending on where you buy it right? yeah 10 to 15 dollars a little thing of pistachio nut milk and it is the most delicious 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 uh, so milk I, sometimes i just drink it by itself yeah it's fucking delicious like i pretend that i'm having a little like you know a little nightcap yeah no. there's a pistachio panettone in my house right now that I'm waiting to break into. A pistachio panettone. Pistachio panettone. You uh, know, not to be confused with tirapupu. <laughs> <laughs> you make me choke on this water, girl. <laughs> well, first time you choked on anything in years. I mean, anywho, that anywho. Is- oh my goodness. What are we looking forward to most this holiday? Okay. You know, as we get older, and this is a great question, because as, as we are gentlemen of a, uh, of a certain age these days, you know, like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, like physical things and, and whatnot are, are less important in our lives, I'm finding, and, and whatnot. And so it's like, what are we looking forward to? Like, what traditions have we started that, like, as adults, as fully formed, functioning high-functioning people here. Right. You know, what are we looking forward to? Hmm, that's a very good question. I mean, that's a that's a big question, you know? It is. There is that's a why lot I asked. to, as far as, like, if you think about how life is incremental, and so, like, you are always thinking ahead, but there's, there's variations of what ahead is, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I could think, like, Next year, I want, you know, I'm looking forward to next year looking like this. But in five years, I'm looking forward to this looking like that. Um, And so, like, this coming up year in five years has kind of made me think of time in that way and being appreciative of, like, even the smaller incremental time, you know, Um, just sort of, I guess, in a way, just being more present and being more day to day, Um, but then still being able to think ahead. Um, yeah, um, I I like I like that that you said being more present, especially after starting the podcast about holding our loved ones near and dear, um, in the sense of I uh, you know here with like my circle, our circle of friends, and whatnot. It's just like especially during the holidays. I mean, we go out to eat all the time, but like you know, before everyone leaves, because I'm always last one standing in New York, because I'm the only one from New York out of my friend group. And it's just like, you know, these like standing dates of like before so and so leaves to go back to the UK, we'll, we'll have like a champagne lunch or something, right. And have like that, these small moments of just being, uh, it's all about really being together as opposed to yes, uh, gift giving is my love language. Um, But like, 
besides that, like, that's like the unimportant part about it. It's like more right. of like the time spent together and how we spend, how right. we spend it together. And you know what? I think a lot of this is now that we're kind of on, like on the just over the precipice of COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That now it's becoming more incorporated in just our day to day lives, and we don't necessarily, it's not the focus of our lives anymore. Um, so I think out of that, has people have really been more appreciative about like, I want time more than stuff. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And uh, I live in 120 square feet in Times Square. You know what I don't need? Stuff. Yeah. And you know what? This isn't to say that like people aren't still purchasing stuff it's just like that isn't the focus anymore about like even this holiday season i don't feel the need from my friends and my family that it's about the gifts like it's like hey what are you what are you doing who are you going to be with like how are you spending your time at the yeah. holidays as opposed to what are you buying people yeah. for the holidays i mean i bought a lot of food gifts though I that's mean, for sure yeah, I mean, I sent I sent an Ali's banana bread out. Shout out to Ali's banana bread, friend to the pod, out. right? Not a sponsor, but happy to shout her out because that bit is working her ass off. Um, and the banana bread is delicious. Um, what else? I got somebody um, these Malaysian curries, Ooh. right? Like this sampler set of Malaysian curries. Well, I love that. Right? Yeah, delicious. Um, and not that I've had it. I got uh, Hell's Kitchen hot sauce, right? Chef made right here in Midtown. Also not a sponsor, but delicious, you know? Yeah. Uh, small business. What else? What else? What else? Uh, Diasporican. I bought a cookbook. I bought, and I bought uh, cookies, the cookie book from uh, Jesse Shifshek. Yeah. Right? We had a cookbook. Yeah. What else? What else other food gifts did I buy? I bought a panettone for myself. Panettone. <laughs> um, you know, I you said something earlier, and I realized that I have been friends with you for almost thirty years, and it never dawned on me that gift giving was your is your love language. Yeah, I am a goddamn fool. <laughs> Pardon my French, people. It's the love languages, right? And gift giving is mine. It took me a long time to learn that. Because once you learn that about yourself, like the, it, it changed, like something changes, right. you know? And it's always been like that. Like, like my intention never changes, but something about it changes. Yeah. And like, and it's, it, it, it's great. Yeah, it's great. No, you I know? I was like, oh my goodness, I think I've just been, we've been friends for so long that yeah. it's just you, right? But like, now that you've said that, I was like, oh my God, yeah, that's that's exactly it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, like that time that you were performing in in San Francisco, actually, and I sent you flowers with the Tallulah Bankhead that was quote. A, that was LA. Oh, LA, right? LA. Right. Uh, a warm hand on your opening. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and and because I was like, for some reason, I didn't say who it was from. I remember being like, who the who the heck <laughs> is sending me flowers with this weird quote? <laughs> A warm hand on your opening. <laughs> oh, Tallulah Bankhead. Oh, well. We knew thee well. Yes, um, we knew thee well. I mean, so, okay. What are you looking forward to? Um, I think I think being present and being present with people. You know, you're coming to town, so I'll see you. Some people I haven't seen in a while. Seeing everybody before they leave. Right. You know, um, I'm, you know, just spending time with my niece and nephew, and hopefully, they're not being drama, right? But there's always drama. You know, family drama. What is family without drama? You know. <laughs> All of my Christmas like movies are all like family Christmas dramas. I mean, Michael Munoz, you have been watching Christmas, Black Christmas music. I mean, Christmas movies. Yeah, they're this, my favorite. Uh, in your mouth, listeners, this, so a little something that you don't know about me, that if it is a Tyler Perry Christmas or some 
some other black driven Christmas movie. It is for me. And he will watch and watch and watch and watch. I've, I've already watched this Christmas, almost Christmas, last holiday. <laughs> right? I need, I need like 15 storylines that they have no good way to wrap them up, but they somehow manage it. <laughs> I need, I need a group dance at some point. Um, wait a minute. Okay. Can we have a um, the preacher's wife viewing? Because you know I haven't seen the preacher's wife in forever. And it takes it takes place around Christmas. Oh, oh! I may have to watch. I may have to watch that. No. Make myself some holiday cocktails and just sit back and watch Whitney the preacher's wife her way through that role, girl. Right. Right. Oh, my God. Well, listen, I think now is a great time to take a little bit of a break and actually get ourselves uh, or get myself a little bit of a hair of the dog here. And we'll be back with my favorite part and your favorite part of the podcast. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. All right, Michael, I hope you're ready for my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of the podcast. You're no stranger to this. It's a little something we like to call Food News Update! News Food News! Ooh, honey, you ain't ready, girl! Spill the tea! News Update! $3,000 worth of beef jerky was stolen from a mom-and-pop shop in the latest food heist. <laughs> now, I don't know if you know this, but we here at In Your Mouth, we don't support any sort of thievery, but we do love a beef thief. I mean, I have, my beef has been stolen many times. <laughs> I have never complained. Okay? So I don't know what their problem is. Yeah, let them steal your beef. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime one of these articles comes up, I'm always wondering, like, what are you doing with all this meat? Yeah, yeah. I mean, three thousand dollars worth of beef jerky is a lot. A lot of beef jerky. A lot of beef jerky. Yeah. And my question is, like, is it is there like an underground like black market for beef jerky? Right. Why has it got to be a black market? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, because beef jerky now is like for the hip. <laughs> like you know, yes. Um, I feel bad for this uh, little mom and pop shop, but um, three suspects broke into DD's finest beef jerky, a specialty retailer in Española, New Mexico, twice during the first weekend of December. The suspects let themselves in at 10 p.m. on Saturday, December 3rd, and then returned a second time at 4 a.m. the following day. The store security camera caught the as-yet-unidentified individuals filling a trash bag with packages of beef jerky. Denise Vigil, the owner of DD's Finest Beef Jerky, said that between two dollars and $3,000 worth of beef jerky was stolen, and this was their Christmas inventory. I mean, my again, to your question, what in God's name are you doing with all that beef, beef jerky? Like, are you is it, I mean are you trying to are you trying to feed people in in some malnutrition country or something? I, I don't I, I I have no idea. Are you going on like a really big camping trip? You know? Yeah. Something. Well, apparently, um, this is from Food and Wine. Thank you to Food and Wine for always providing me and keeping me up to date on my food news, even though you're still not an MF sponsor. <laughs> Beef jerky seems to be a frequent target for customers who prefer to use the five-finger discount. 
In March 2021, two alleged thieves led police on a chase through Louisa, Kentucky, after taking what was described as a large quantity of beef jerky from a local Walmart. And in December 2021, Amarillo Crime Stoppers asked for help identifying two people who allegedly committed several beef jerky thefts <coughs> at convenience stores in Texas, taking over $1,000 worth of dried beef. That is insane. Yeah. You know, like beef thieves always, always make me laugh, right? Because I just like talking (laughs) about beef thieves. But we are not here, right? That mom and pop shop needed, especially after the pandemic, needed that inventory. I mean, oh my God. But also a specialty beef jerky store in New Mexico. She must be selling a shit ton of beef jerky. Right. Well, because if they were able to steal that much product yeah, from a mom and pop place. Yeah. I mean, because like, listen, beef jerky can be expensive, but still. Yeah. Have that- you ever had mushroom jerky? Oh, I don't love it. Oh, really? I had a very good one at the Vegan Food Fest. Like, yeah. Last- I haven't had a lot of it, but what I have had, I didn't enjoy. Oh, well, you know what? Add that to the uh, add that to the list of things that we don't enjoy, like people stealing from mom. Yeah, and no, no, we bad. are not here for this. No. Hot Pockets cargo shorts have a literal hot pocket, and you yourself can get a pair. Wait a minute. Say that one more time. <laughs> I need you to say that one more time. Hot Pockets cargo shorts have a literal hot pocket, and you too can get a pair. There's even a matching hoodie. <laughs> this is what I'm getting you for Christmas. Oh my God. Okay, my fa- okay this is what I want to ask you. Have you ever seen any of this sold at a store? Well, no, you got to get it through like their merch site. No, you know? dang, like, wouldn't it be interesting if that's the, if that's what, that's what happens? I mean, these are very like old Navy 1998 cargo shorts here, like khaki cargo shorts. And the short has a, like one of the pockets in the front right. has what has, a, has a, a thermal pocket, a thermal pocket to keep your hot pocket hot. Well, now, get- number one, what the hell on earth are you doing in life that you need to travel with Have hot pockets in the Florida wants a class <laughs> that you need hot pockets, hot food I mean, on your person. There are Instagram handles that will tell you exactly why people need a hot pocket cargo short. Right? And this was made, I think, sorry white folk out there, but this was made for white people who like to wear shorts in winter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, at least the hot... Literally, that's what it says. For the winter warriors, because that's what they're called, uh, who like to keep wearing shorts even during the coldest months of the year. The brand is launching a pair of cargo shorts with an insulated pocket to keep your hot pocket toasty no matter how low temperatures go. There's a matching hoodie. Yeah, listen, you know what? This is the magic of the internet because guess what? Now there is a worldwide community of people who like to wear shorts when it's cold outside. Well, we know what community that is, right? And this was created in collaboration with the Columbus Fashion Alliance. Columbus, hello. (laughs) This was made for a very specific person. Next thing you know, bitch, you're going to be in Paris Fashion Week and it's going to be like, cargo shorts with hot pockets. No, no. (laughs) When's the last time you had a hot pocket? Oh my God. So I I don't remember, but... I lived on Hot Pockets. So shout out to Hot Pockets when I first got to grad school. Because, you know, I was broke. Yeah. So she lived on those. Because you could go to the you could go to the, the uh, Kroger. Or I don't even remember what it was in Cleveland. Um, and you could get, like, those Hot Pocket by the frozen things. For five like two. the family packs. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't had a Hot Pocket. I remember... I, I loved a hot pocket with a ranch dressing, the pizza, the pepperoni pizza hot pocket with ranch dressing. Yes, but you know what? I was never more constipated in hating life. Because, <laughs> you know, she wouldn't eat no vegetable. She wouldn't eat no vegetable. No, no. No, there's a broccoli and cheese one. Don't they have a broccoli and cheese hot pocket? You call that broccoli? There was half, it was like, there was maybe one half of a florette in there. <laughs> it still gave you the gas. 
Yeah, but that's all it takes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm on the fence about this. I'm definitely on the fence about this. Cargo uh, shorts. These cargo shorts and this matching hoodie. Um, I don't know if I could do it. Also, it's like 15 degrees in my apartment, and I'm like, I'm double layered up. You won't catch you won't catch me in some shorts in the winter. No, ma'am. No. So, <laughs> no, ma'am. And last but not least, Hellman's wants you to put mayo in your eggnog this holiday season. Uh, what? <laughs> the what? Listen, I get it. When you really think about mayo, when it's deconstructed, it's oil and eggs, yes? Yeah. But, but when you, but the chemistry, what happens is the chemistry takes over and then it becomes something else. And then like, when I think of like a salt, like a, like a thick mayo that's savory in eggnog. Oh, oh. Well, apparently, yes, egg is the third ingredient in Hellman's mayonnaise behind oil and water. However, America's best-selling mayo still believe that's plenty of egg to give you a perfectly acceptable nog and created cre- and created its own mayo nog to prove it. Working in collaboration with mixologist Cody Goldstein of hop- hospitality company, company Muddling Memories, Muddling memories. Um, <laughs> muddling memories? Uh, muddling memories, not memories. Uh, Hellman's created the frozen mayo nog and snickerdoodle mayo cookie, billed as an unexpected new cocktail and dessert pairing. Huh. Yeah. So frozen mayo nog completely swaps out <laughs> the egg for mayo, mixing dark rum, apple brandy, whole milk, heavy cream, Simple syrup, vanilla, nutmeg, cinnamon with a quarter cup of Hellman's per three serving batch. Toss it into a blender and blend. Wait a minute. You said a fourth cup per how many? Three servings. Three. A quarter cup per three servings. So you're getting what? Two tablespoons a piece? Servings. So like a quarter cup over three servings. Yeah. Per. So you're getting so you're getting. How many tablespoons in a quarter cup? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> but, then, um, but then you're also think, what's the measurement that you're actually doling out the serving? Is it eight ounces? Um, yeah, or, probably, right? Yeah, I mean, most that's most. It's standard, yeah. right? Yeah, so you're getting like a tablespoon and a half of mayo per, per what you I mean, I, You know what, to be honest... It sounds terrible, and it probably tastes... We would probably drink the fuck out of that. Not with all that dairy. Nope. They'd have to switch out the, the heavy cream for, like, well, yeah, oat or almond or something. version of it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And uh, there was a place here in the city. Um, I don't think they're selling it anymore. They were doing it for $16 a glass at Amy Fontaine's. Wait a minute. For a glass of what? Eggnog? The mayo nog. Oh my god! And these snickerdoodle mayo cookies with a mayo glaze—you can get it uh, for twenty-four dollars. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you add sugar to it, it may taste different. Yeah, I mean, what do we put mayo? Like, I mean, listen. I my my grandfather used to make potato salad and use Hellman's and put sugar in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean. Sure. I, I, it's not for me. And I love mayonnaise. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'd slather it all over a, and go to town. I just don't want, <laughs> I just don't want to, I just don't want it in my cocktail. You know what I say to that deck? The halls with the halls I like that. That that was a mind fuck. You just sang "Deck the Halls with Boughs of Holly" to the tune of "Hark the Herald Angels Sing." Yes. <laughs> and with that, that's a perfect way to end food news update. Oh my god! Speaking of cocktails, um, the food and wine also came out with the eleven drinks, the eleven drink trends that dominated twenty twenty two. Okay. Right, and one of them is uh, drinks with tea in them. 
Okay. Yeah. Miniature miniature drinks. Martinis. Uh, drinks with big and bold garnishes. Nostalgic drinks like Cosmopolitans. I have seen people drink a lot of Cosmos lately. Yeah, me too. I have too. I have been drinking my weight in espresso martinis. Wait a minute. What? Yeah, I love an espresso martini. Delicious. You, my friend, have just turned into your future former old self. Yep. <laughs> espresso martinis. The next thing you're going to be wearing gold chains, and that shirt's going to be unbuttoned down to your navel, girl. Yep. Amen. Amen. Uh, drinks with passion fruit in them. Lots of passion fruit this year. Yeah. Yep. And then like non-alcoholic, alcoholic beverages. You know what? Oh my God. So my favorite watering hole that you've been to, The Mix, shout out to The Mix, San Francisco. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I have definitely seen a lot more people drinking non-alcoholic beer because there's just more, there's better and more choices. Yeah, you know what's funny? Um, Richard and I, my friend Rich and I, we did like a dry January, February. We did a dry something, but we still were trying to go out to the gay bars. Yeah. And we did this bar crawl to see who had non-alcoholic beers. And we found one bar, <gasps> one bar in Midtown Manhattan with a non-alcoholic beer. Wild. You can get non-alcoholic beers everywhere in San Francisco now. Yeah, I'm like, why aren't you carrying this? Yeah. Because that Heineken double zero is actually kind of good. Yeah, there are some really, really, really good non-alcoholic stuff, you know? Yeah, and now um, there's a bar here in the city called Hush, and the manager is sober, and they do a sober tea dance. And the entire bar has all the... um, non-alcoholic liquors oh i love because there are so many there's so many now right there's a lot of people people are being more upfront and honest about sobriety yeah you know Um, and so i i was like why aren't more bars carrying at least like one or two options to be like hey like this is here i mean it doesn't cost them anything more and having more like sobriety nights maybe maybe or just like if if you're out and you don't drink or you don't feel like you want to drink, you have an option. That's not right. water or soda. Right. True. Right. But I'm saying like it sometimes it's you need more than just you need to like have even more of a separation from the alcohol, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting though. Very, very, very interesting. It would be very interesting. Very, very, very. I know, I know. Listen, I am tired, right? We are winding down. <laughs> um, okay, girl. So what is um what are you looking forward to this Christmas? We we already covered that. No, I thought we were looking forward to next year. What we were looking forward to next year. Didn't we say that? I thought no. I realized it was Christmas. Oh no, it was Christmas. <laughs> Listen, I'm on vacation. My my brain is, is out to lunch. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Let's leave the kids. Let's leave the people with a, with you know, we're on a good note. Like, what is your one Christmas wish this year? You know, like the song says, this is my only Christmas wish. <laughs> um, peace on earth, goodwill to man. Oh no. Um, World peace. We're asking for world peace. What would be my wish? Well, while you think, I am going to say, I wish that we would kind of get back into pandemic, pandemic mindset in regards to, you know, during the pandemic and during like lockdown and whatnot, I feel like we were all overly conscious that people, that we needed to take care of each other better and that we were like checking in and we were like, there was more of a care. And now that like we're kind of through it and now we're like figuring out how to live with this and this new world, I feel like we've forgotten, you know? 
And I want to get back to that. Yeah. You know what? I really, I hope that next, my wish for next year is that we, at least for me, that I am more forgiving on the, to myself and to my friends and family and colleagues about the fact that we're still processing being shut up for so long and that we're coming out of this and still learning. There's a learning curve. We have a learning curve on how to come out of a pandemic. And so like just having more empathy to ourselves and also to the people, like you say, to the people that you are in your community around you. Um, Because I think that's what it is. Like one of the things that I really wish that I would have taken advantage of at work was a seminar about just like how to really deal with um, just being sort of overly stimulated with stress and anxiety, you know, and how how do you work through just like never really like, yes, now we're out of COVID apparently, you know, but it's like, we haven't had time to process all of what happened to us in the last year and a half, two years. You know, yeah. so I just that's what I wish is that people can just like really be more empathetic to one another and understand that that's what we're all going through collectively. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Which, you know, that's what everybody's talking about, I think. But I, yeah, I, that's my wish is that we can actually have more discourse about it, have more understanding. And, and yeah, because, yeah, yeah anyway. And before we go, what do you think? What do you think we're going to see more of in twenty twenty three as far as food trends? Food trends, you know. I mean, I really think that there's going to be just like the more of these like pop up restaurants. Yeah. You know? Um, because like that, I see that almost every weekend now. Some new pop up restaurant, you know, and I think it's because like it's the quickest way for people to come back after like two years, three years ago when it was like 400 restaurants closed, like reopened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think curry is going to be big. Curry? Curry. What leads you to believe that? Because I I love curry. (laughs) Because you just love curry. Okay. I love curry. So I want like, I want like, I just want like more curry in my life you should be the anna wintour of food and just like begin trends be like and thus curry begins right how how does one do that i wonder how that happens i don't know how that yeah that is an interesting thing like how does a trend begin well because like i mean someone did a butterboard on tiktok and then all of a sudden butterboards trended in 2022 so like it would have to be something crazy curry like you know, like, like a chocolate fountain, but with like masamon curry coming out of it that you like dip shrimp in. <laughs> delicious. It does sound delicious on this National French Fried Shrimp Day. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. Um, listen, this isn't my first time at this rodeo. Listen, Busted and crusted or healthy. I, I know how. I know how to drive this car. <laughs> God. You know what? And I was here when you built the damn thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I want curry. Uh, that would be great, right? I know somebody with a chocolate fountain too. I just don't know if they'd let me put curry in it. Because <laughs> once curry goes in it, I don't think it's. I think that's the end of that machine, right? Right. It's sort of like you know when you get when you when a piece of plastic gets stained because it's had red sauce or whatever. In yeah. It. It's like it never really gets clear again. No, no. Yeah, I mean, and chocolate and curry is delicious. It is. Right? I do love a curried chocolate. I mean, yeah. <laughs> now, now, if someone out there, if we see some mofo on TikTok have a, a curry fountain and it trends, mad, you heard it here mad. first, and I'm going to be real mad. You're going to be so mad. You'd be like... <laughs> Ooh, girl, I should have never said it on. <laughs> oh, my God. What a great day this has been. Thank you for coming on and just laughing with me and, you know, and being part of my my 
in your mouth. Put in the holidays in your mouth. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure and a joy. Um, and I, I love you. I love everyone. All right, in your mouth, listeners. I if love you want everyone. Right? Okay, we heard you. (laughs) In your mouth, listeners, if you want to follow Michael Bragg and all of his antics, he works for the San Francisco Opera and does these really fun videos called Brag About It. And you can see them on the San Francisco Opera Instagram, or you can follow him at whodabrag. Dot com. Um. (laughs) No, no, not dot com. You don't have a dot com anymore. Right. Oh my God. Remember the Christmas that I gave you a website? I built out a website for you. You know what? Every year I think about the wonderful gift that you're going to give me and the disappointment of a gift that you will get from me. Um, no. I, I am a, I am a master gift giver at this you point. You are. You, I will never be able to live to your standards until one day I have a million dollars. Um, (laughs) but this is this is what you i think this is what you learn about what i was saying about like once you realize that gift giving is your love language there's never any disappointment you're never disappointed right because to give is not to receive it's right right? but like it's part of what it is no matter what the gift is right yeah right and so it's just like oh like it takes on a whole new thing yeah no i get it i get it um but every now and again, I do think of that gift because it was like one of the most amazing gifts I'd ever gotten, you know? Yeah. I gave him a, a website and those cards, those business cards. Remember those business cards? I had one. I kept one in my pocket after I'd give them all, all away. And it was, I it had like been swipped, swapped out so often from wallets and shit that it just disintegrated. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, because I had washed it accidentally. You know, all that. Of shit. course, all of that um, stuff, right? Oh my goodness! I don't know. We're we're, we're on a tangent, and I already uh, said goodbye. So, yeah. other than that, stay safe out there. Have the happiest of holidays. If you're alone this holiday, know that you are loved from this side of the microphone. You are loved. You are loved. You are loved. Send me a message. I will answer. I respond to everything for the most part. Um, right. Send me a message. You are loved. Self-care is very, very important here, right? Especially during the holidays. So be a little selfish if you need to treat yourself, especially if you're alone. All right. I went out and I treated myself to a lovely expensive lunch the other day, just because I wanted to do that for myself, you know? And so, um, yeah. And with that, um, Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. Everyone. And um, as always, thank you for listening to In Yo Mouth. Oh, oh. Oh.